Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about what it's like to stop, go, and then stop again with this with this schedule we had this fall and, and how we're trying to handle things as they come at us on a weekly basis and some things that we found helpful to try to keep our program moving forward, even though we can practice, but we cannot play. So after a short word from our sponsor, I'll talk about some of those ideas. All right, so today I uh, just got done uh, cutting my grass, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to come aside and record a podcast down in our in our basement and and talk about uh, some things that have been going on up here in in West Virginia and how we are trying to move forward, even though the, our season is very much uh, in jeopardy." So, for those of you who don't know, here in West Virginia, we have this thing called the color map, and uh, I talked about a little bit on our po- the last podcast I did, and basically, if you're yellow or green, you can play. You're good to go. You can practice. You can play. You can go to school in person. Uh, if you are in orange or red, uh, you cannot play. If you're in orange, though, you can practice. So, uh, as of this moment, we are in orange. Uh, we're at twenty point two nine as of the the sixth and why is that important if we get to, to 25 cases per 100 then we we cannot practice so uh, that is something that we definitely don't want to do we want to be able to practice and try to get those numbers down to yellow to play and um i don't, I don't know if you've noticed but i haven't been on twitter a couple of days uh, people that uh, link to this podcast through twitter i just couldn't do twitter for a while i'm going to take a sabbatical for about a month and then See if I want to get back on. There was just too much negativity, and uh, our our governor has really made some poor decisions, in my opinion, how to how to go forward. And it, I think it's always a bad idea to punish teenagers for other people's actions. So basically, we can't play because other people in our community have tested positive for COVID, and I think that's ludicrous. I think I think a lot of things that I tweeted. I, I think a lot of things I have and I've tweeted those ideas uh, about this code. So I don't want to go back over those <laughs> really again. So I just want to catch people up. So we're we're in orange, which means we can practice, but we can't play. We've been like this for two weeks. Uh, we played our first scrimmage against Ripley. I uh, thought that uh, our guys played hard. We were trying to get a lot of guys in. Uh, run a bunch of different plays, try to um, you know, just see what works, kind of go out and try to get different guys the ball. And I learned a couple years ago, I don't really, I don't try to win scrimmages. I try to get reps at things, put them on film so we can correct them and then be better uh, when we play an actual game. Now this year we may or may not play a game. Who knows? And that's something that was really stressing me out. Golly, even up to, maybe a day or two ago that we just didn't know, are we going to play? Are we not? Um, what's that going to look like? Cause all schools in Kanawha County can't play right now. So we're all dealing with the same, the same issues. And one thing I'll say about the coaches in Kanawha County, it's really a, it's a good group of guys. I feel like you pick up the phone and talk to the other head coaches and bounce ideas off them. I've called more guys the last couple of days and I, I have, you know, the entire year before. So, just trying to get some creative ideas about how to keep our program going forward and keep our guys fresh and try to keep them engaged. Cause 
we could spend the whole season in orange. Maybe we pop into red. Maybe we go back to yellow next week. We don't know. So this is totally unknown. I was texting a, a coaching friend of mine that's been on, the, been on the podcast, and I was sp- explaining to him our color system, and he said, you're doing what? <laughs> like, So you don't have any stability. You don't know what's coming the next week. I said, no. And he said, that's ridiculous. So it is what it is. Our state has decided to do this. Uh, you know, this is why elections are important, right? Uh, so we're stuck with this and you know, our numbers have gone up. So how do we, how do we continue to push our program forward? Even though we don't know what's coming, we have no idea what's about to happen. So to me, it's been a series of stops. So in the summer we were told that we couldn't work out. Then our, our County graciously allowed us to work out. So then we, we went right the go. And then we worked out all summer preseason scrimmage. And then now we're, we're at a stop again, which is the title of the podcast, Stop, Go Stop. And we're waiting for the go. We're waiting to go. We're waiting to get back on the field and play a game. And this is something I've thought a lot about over the past past week or so is how do you push a program forward when all you can do is practice and and you can't play? And it's not like this is the, you know, camp – or the off season, this is when you're supposed to be playing games. And, uh, you know, how, do, how do we balance, you know, practice time and getting done the things that need to get done just in case we play and pushing your players too hard to a time like this? Cause I see this time as it's really a bye week, but then you're going to surprise, uh, here comes the game week, right? So if we get yellow on Saturday, if we if we're yellow or green on Saturday, we will play a game on Monday. So we're trying to prepare for that game, keep our guys fresh, also keep our guys in shape. Right, uh, try to you know we have a young team, so we're also trying to play more football, and we're going to enter squad scrimmage tomorrow and uh, try to get the guys fired up, get us competing, and that's the only way I know really to get game like reps is to enter squad scrimmage. And we only have a roster of about 35. So we can't do this a ton. Uh, so then Wednesday and Thursday are going to be, uh, you know, like re- like a regular Tuesday, Wednesday practice, right. For a Friday game. And then on Friday, uh, we'll walk through. Uh, and then Saturday we might walk through late if we're yellow. I haven't, we, we were going to do that this past week and I'll discuss it with my, discuss that with my coaches going forward. So it's it's up in the air. It's how do you how do you you know sharpen the sword so to speak, but then how do you not run your guys into the ground? So a couple of thoughts on that. One, we we lift almost every day. Uh, we are we're doing a lift for about twenty to forty minutes, depending on the day. Trying to keep our guys bigger, faster, stronger. Uh, you know, treating this almost like a a preseason camp practice right or, or a bi-week practice and we, we try to lift at least four days a week uh, we've done that so far so uh, we'll keep doing that and that's been good our guys have really embraced the weight room they love uh working hard in there being tough uh, that's something that has taken about three years to get to but i really love where we're at right now with that uh, a lot of you know, full body lifts you know bench well, bench isn't full body, but like all, you're, we're going to lift the whole body. So bench, squat, clean, deadlift, 
Um, we're going to work that, that whole body most of the four days a week uh, to try to get our guys in football shape because we got one scrimmage this year. Usually we get two, and we're going to play our first game whenever that map turns. So we have to try to get our bodies in football shape as fast as possible without breaking them down, which is one of the one of the challenges when your roster is small. Like we have 35, give or take 35 guys on the roster. That's, that includes a kicker. So you don't want to you know beat yourself up because those guys are going to have to play, if we eventually play, play a lot of snaps during a game. And, you know, when you have a roster of 35, it's not like your depth's very good. So, you you know, if your one goes down, your two is, you know, let's say your one's an A, your two's like a C, right? And your third is, that's not good. So, you're trying to be physical, trying to be tough. I don't think you can be a tough football team if you don't practice tough, don't practice physical. So, we do do that. We just don't do it for a long period of time. Uh, our longest period in any practice is about 15 minutes. Uh, try to... You know, go hard, go fast, go physical, and then give them a break, give them, get them water. And water this year has been an interesting thing because we can't provide them with water. They have to bring their own water because uh, of COVID. And I have to say, I, I definitely drink my water at practice myself wearing the wearing a gator or a mask at practice. It gets a little warm. Um, but, hey, we're doing it. We're doing it for the kids. And, you know, our practice schedule, which I just alluded to, you know, we're only going to practice for about an hour and a half, hour and 45 some some days it's like an hour, twenty hour fifteen. Uh, we're going to cover all our bases. We're going to get individual uh, two days a week, three days a week, depending on the schedule of the week. And then um, we're and we do offensive defense every day. So I know some schools that are smaller and guys play both ways. They do offense one day and defense one day. We do offense and defense every day uh, to keep our guys sharp. We get all, get all of our special teams in. Uh, work those to me. When you talk about special teams, punt and kickoff are the two most important because the other team can score <laughs> and you don't want them to score. Then you have to obviously go over the specials, like your hands team, your your onside kick team, uh, any fakes you may have. Uh, make sure your kick returns right. I, you know, some, we have obviously we have fakes that we sometimes use, sometimes don't. But, um, you know, I think when you're talking special teams, possession is is the most important. So we just want the ball back and then field position obviously will help. And we work on those things, but I think possession is the key. If you have the ball, then you can go score. And that's something that obviously you want to do uh, <laughs> during the game. So we're going to get our ND. We're going to get our, um, our special teams. Then we're going to go, go to group, uh, which we do a little bit of seven seven on defense. We've done some, not as much recently, uh, more scout team work on on defense. And then when we go offense, I like to do team run and team pass. Uh, I think seven on seven from the offensive perspective is like going to the driving range. The quarterback just hits balls off the driving range because there's no pressure. You just There's no windows you have to throw to. So what we do is we do team pass and team run. So depending on the day, we'll do one of them first. Uh, the other one second, we'll throw the ball. Um, almost all passing plays and almost all running plays. We we do screens in a separate period. Uh, so because scout teams don't really rush the passers, so we run screens on bags. And that's something we do uh, a couple days a week, keep our screen game right. Because you're really just trying to hit landmarks on screens, right? You're trying to – your alignment going to a landmark, receivers going to a landmark. 
and uh, you're trying to get better at your screen, your screens that way with your timing, right? And then uh, we also do a drill where we drive the field, uh, we go up and down, we move the ball. And so say we start on the 10-yard line, left hash, the next play is a 20-yard line, the right hash, the next play is a 30-yard line, the left hash. So we go up and down the field that way. It helps me as a play caller. I'm getting used to where we are on the field, what hash we're on, because the game's not really played in the middle of the field, right? So I think when you practice, you need to make sure the ball's on a hash most of the time. Obviously, there are some instances where the ball will be in the middle of the field, but it's really important that most of your practice time is spent on a hash, uh, in my opinion, because the ball's on the hash most of the time. Or we determine what, like people may say, well, it's not always on the hash mark. For us, the ball's not on the goalpost, it's on the left or right hash, right? As we were talking field or boundary. Um, now, if the ball, reason the ball be direct in the middle of the field is usually like a touchback, or let's say you're on a play like right out the middle and the ball spotted there, but usually the ball is on, between like the actual actual hash marks and the goalpost, somewhere in there most of the game. And uh, we'd like to practice, like to practice that way. Uh, one thing we don't do a lot of uh, is we don't condition a lot after practice. We do some. If we're walking through, it's a lighter day. We'll do some gassers. Uh, but usually we're trying to get our conditioning in practice. So we're moving up and down the field. Guys are running around individual. Uh, I forgot to say this. We also do turnover circuits and pursuit on defense and also tackling circuits on defense. So they're getting their movement and they're running uh, during practice doing football activities. I don't think it does much good to, you know, you practice for two hours or, you know, right now we usually practice for about two. But right now, since we don't know if we're going to play or not, it's like 130, 145. It does no good to, to do a full practice and run death and be pissed off because they didn't run hard. So what we tell them is if you practice hard, we won't we won't run a whole lot. And usually that works out for us. Uh, some things that we do uh, to help us with conditioning at the end, if we feel like we need a little extra, is we do kickoff and kick return at the end. And uh, we use scout teams right as, the, as a kickoff team or the kickoff return team, depending on if we're doing kickoff or kick return, right? And that becomes our conditioning. And then we usually like throw the whole team out there and they have to try to block the whole team, return the kick. And that's fun, right? You try to make conditioning as fun, as fun as you can. So those are just some thoughts on, you know, how do you, how do you keep your program going when you don't know if you can play? Uh, there are some states I know that have been told they can't play right now and they're going to try to play in the spring. And there are some states that are, they're playing and they're going I think we're unique in this. We're the only state with a color map, and we're probably the only state that week to week you don't know if you're playing or not. And this is not based upon COVID cases on your team. It's based upon COVID cases in your county. Oh, man, I, I've talked about that too much. So, you know, we're trying to just continue to go forward. We're trying to figure out how do we get the most out of our guys, but keep it fun and keep it light because it could be, it could be weeks before we play a game. Or do we play a game? I don't know. But all I know is that we control today. We want to win the day today and be the best that we can be, no matter what the circumstances are. Uh, I thank y'all for listening. Um, I will not be posting this on Twitter since I'm taking a sabbatical from Twitter. Uh, so if you find this through your usual podcast listening apps, that's awesome. And uh, thank y'all for listening. <laughs>